here at Terrebonne General Health System and the Community Sports Institute. We're going to be talking to local baseball and softball coaches from around the area. Casey Gisler here. We're going to have a wonderful show letting you guys know everything that's going to be happening in the local baseball and softball scene. We're going to start getting some coaches here at the radio table in just a second. Stan's giving some introductions right now, getting everybody in place, setting the scene, and getting everybody in position for what should be a wonderful morning and afternoon. So we'll see who's going to be the first folks that will be joining us here at the radio table. We've got Central Lafouche, Covenant Christian, E.D. White, Ellender, H.L. Bourgeois, Homa Christian, South Lafouche, South Terrebonne, Terrebonne, Thibodeau, and Vanderbilt all represented here today. And we cannot wait to see who all it is that we're going to be uh, speaking with throughout the course of the morning. So we're getting ready for baseball. We're getting ready for softball. And we're going to kick it off with, it looks like, Matt Plitt of E.D. White. Matt's been on play-by-play several times before. Can I actually put on that headset, my man? Coach Plitt, what's good, brother? How you doing? Good, good, good. How are you? Doing great, man. Uh, first year at E.D. White. Uh, looking good in that red, brother. I'm sure that you guys are happy to be on that field, getting rolling. Uh, tell us how things are going over at E.D. White right now, man. Going good. We uh, got 44 guys in the program right now. We've been working hard like every other program. So Sure. Um, what are some areas of strength? What are some things on the diamond that you like right now? We uh, we, we returned nine seniors. Uh, so it's a good senior group. Senior-led uh, is going to be huge for us. Uh, really looking forward to watching them play the whole season. I know when you first got the job out there, you came on and you said, man, like the kids are really taking to me, like everything's going well. It's not been, you know, a rough transition. Has that stayed that way? Definitely. Uh, we actually just met yesterday as, with our older guys, freshmen playing, but uh, for myself and other coaches, just just to care. Kids see that we care. We're out there every day working. Uh, it's huge just to see it, watch it. That the kids watch us mow grass, something that simple, just to show that we care, and uh, they they've bought in for the most part. So, so much tradition at D.D. White. It's a program that's used to winning and used to winning big. Um, I'm sure that those expectations are still high. It wasn't as good of a year last year, but I'm sure you guys are looking to climb it back and make that uh, that playoff run. For sure, expectations. Uh, we've been talking about the bars being raised every day, every second being raised. Uh, D.D. White's got a you know great tradition. We came in, we want, we want to build a little bit different culture baseball-wise, and that's what we've been working on. So, You guys have a really, really good on. Weimer's out there on that mound, and I'm understanding he's throwing hard and he's jacked up and he's ready to go. Top of your staff is a good one, man. Talk about the way he's looked before. You know, Tyler's doing a good job, actually. Uh, try to back off Tyler a little bit, yeah. lessen the workload. I mean, it's, it's a lot of stress on your arm. He, he try to, you know, he not stop throwing. So just trying to calm him down a little bit and not throw as much, but... I mean, we, I think we have 12, 12 arms on varsity right now. So Awesome. Okay, cool. How do you guys open up the season? What's some of the challenges you're going to face the first month? So we just finished Saturday. Um, Baseball is a humbling sport. Got to play Brother Martin on Saturday. Hey, now. Uh, they're a good-looking good team. We'll scrimmage this uh, Saturday. We'll scrimmage Terrebonne, 10 innings. And then next week we have uh, Jamboree against uh, Brother Martin again. And then we'll open up season Mardi Gras Day with Central Catholic. Mardi Gras day, that'll be some fun. Okay, good deal. Um, talk about that, scrimmaging the Brother Martins of the world. Um, right away, like you find out where your holes are when you're facing teams like that. Uh, you find out some holes, but we, we've been moving guys around left and right. And, you know, so we have nine seniors. We've had a lot of younger guys play varsity, too. So um, it's just been really good, especially playing teams with that much experience. 
And I know those guys don't have too many football players over there, so they've been practicing for a while. Yeah. It's just really good to play a team like that just so they could see, you know, this is real baseball. Yes, sir. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Good luck in year one, though, man. Thank you. That's Coach Matt Plitt with E.D. White doing a wonderful job. He's the baseball coach out there, and he's going to do an excellent job in his first year with the Cardinals. Let's see who we've got here at the table coming up. This is Coach Romero with Central Lafourche Softball. Cade Romero, sir. I've never had the pleasure of meeting you. How are you doing, sir? Good. good. You're doing all right? Good. Yes, Tell sir. us about Central LaFouche softball. How are things looking right now? Uh, well, we're doing a lot of rebuilding. Uh, so this is my first year as the head coach. Coach, uh, coach Prater left to go to East Extension. Um, but we have a lot of rebuilding. Uh, we lost our starting pitcher and uh, what I, I mean, in my eyes, what was our best player last year, Aaron Degree. She, uh, she's at the University of Mobile now. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, and she's doing phenomenal over there. But, um we uh, we have a lot of rebuilding, a lot of culture building. You know, uh, we have a very young team. We have a lot of seniors on our roster, but a lot of those seniors don't have you know that that playing experience, varsity playing experience. Um, we lucked into getting a uh, a pitcher from CCA uh, transferred over, Kaya Brown. She's gonna she's gonna be our workhorse okay. this year. Um, we have a couple of couple of stars coming back. What I'm really excited about. Uh, Reagan Billiot, which is our center fielder, she's phenomenal player, phenomenal player, phenomenal leader too. Same thing for um, Lily Dominique. She could be our uh, our first baseman. She's phenomenal player, phenomenal leader. So we have the we have all the keys there. Uh, we have to stay away from injuries, get it going. You know, just try to get what we can get. Tell me about this. I know that there have been some issues with the baseball diamond out there. Softball wise, oh, yeah. are y'all good to go? We're we're getting there. We're getting okay. there. We uh we actually got our our net um our backstop just got put up last week. Uh we had some complications with that, but we're finally there. Um only thing we have left now is scoreboard and to fix the rest of the lights. Okay, so, so we're y'all, getting there. There's chance to play home this year? Oh yes sir. Yes sir. Okay, we should wonderful. be we should be ready to play home week one against uh South South of Fouche on the eighteenth. Uh, okay, good stuff. All right. So yeah, y'all are right there. Oh yeah. Um give us a rundown of this, man. Um first year at Central Lafouche. Uh, tell us about yourself. Where have you been? Where are some places that you've coached? So, um, actually, uh, I got started with softball um, at UL Lafayette. So nice. I was uh, I started out as the equipment manager um, for the UL Lafayette softball team, and I was actually the first manager to stay for more than one year. <laughs> uh, so I actually stayed. I actually stayed all four years. And so uh, when I tell you, I, like that, I fell in love with softball being with Coach Mike and Coach Steph, which I really credit them for everything that you know I know about softball and all the things I've learned. Uh, and uh, so I stayed with them for a while. I left from there to go to law school at LSU. Um, and when I was at LSU in law school, I was actually uh, an administrative assistant for the LSU track and field team, and I was coach softball at BRCC. Cool, man. All so right. I stayed there for two years, um, left from there, was an assistant coach at Catholic High in New Iberia. Um, and then I was named head coach, and then COVID hit, and so left, uh, came here to Central. Um, and I've been at Central for three years, so... Uh, I didn't coach. I coached softball my first year. Didn't coach it last year, and then they gave me the uh, the head coach job in uh, in June. So awesome, man! <clears throat> That's great to hear. So you're about oh, a week or so away from the start of your season. What are some things that you're hoping to see early in the year to let you know? All right, we, we're ready to go. Honestly, be honest, completely honest with you. I'm just right now. I'm just uh, like the whole the whole team building, whole culture building. That's that's what I'm sticking to right now. Like that's our biggest focus is trying to get these girls to uh, not not be individuals, like play for play for okay. them, play yeah. for, you know, play for each other, like 
building the sisterhood. I know at UL, that was like our biggest thing. Coach Mike stressed so much building the sisterhood and, you know, being us and stuff like that. So uh, really, that's, that's the biggest thing I'm focused on, so building the sisterhood and then building each, you know, each player little by little and then getting us all there as a team. Good stuff, well, man. Look, pleasure to meet you. We'll be following you throughout the course of the year. Thanks so much for the time, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Coach Romero with Central LaFouche Softball doing a nice job. Now we're going to get Coach Cam Pierce here at the radio table. Cam Pierce is a regular on play-by-play. We have him on often. Now he'll be joining us here at Tri-Parish Media Day. Just put, yeah. There you go. And bring that mic up. Or maybe go the other way. No, wait, we good, we good. Now we got you. Coach Cameron Pierce of Terrebonne High School joining his brother. What's good? How how we doing? How's things looking at Terrebonne? I think it's going all right. You know, just getting in between a couple scrimmages. We scrimmage Saturday against Lutcher Central Catholic. We got Edie White this Saturday. You know, we're about 10 days out from the start, so we're ready to roll. For sure. We had you on, oh, last week or so, and you said, man, like, I like the way we're looking. We're playing hard. We're competing. Um, I'm sure that that same energy has carried over since the last time we spoke, huh? It is. Um, we had uh, defending 3A state champs on Saturday as well as uh, Central Catholic being a Division Four quarterfinalist. Um, I would say I'm satisfied in some aspects, and I was a little disappointed in others. Um, both teams, I think, were a bit, step, bit of a step up for us compared to our last scrimmage. So we had to produce a little bit, and we did in some spots and didn't in others. So we got some things we got to clean up, especially before this Saturday. So tell me about that. Where What are some of those areas that you maybe weren't all the way satisfied? Well, we only walked three guys in our first scrimmage, and between us and Lutcher, I think we combined for about 20. Ooh. Yeah, Coach Jensen even said it. Uh, the zone was a bit tight for, for February scrimmage, but nonetheless, walks are walks, errors are errors, and they can let a team that's probably not on the same field as you, not the same caliber, they can, you can, let, they can hang around just based on that. No doubt, man. Um, offensively, how are you guys looking right now? I know – Coaches tell me all the time pitchers start the year ahead, but the offense usually catches up. How's your offense looking? Uh, it's kind of backwards for us, actually. Yeah, um, okay. In the two scrimmages we had on Saturday, we had about 17 hits. Um, only two went for extra bases, but, I mean, they were kind of they were pretty big hits. I mean, Ethan Lovell hit the scoreboard, the very first pitch of the electric scrimmage. And the second scrimmage of the first, Bryce Chastel hit an RBI double. That scored a run from first. Um, we had a lot of singles other than that, and, Really just a lot of good, solid contact from what I saw on, uh, on, on Saturday. Lovell was excellent last year. He's back with you. Um, has he thrown much in the preseason? How, how are you guys managing that? Well, we know he's going to start one of our first two games. We just haven't penciled in which one. So he's not throwing in the jamboree. I can say that confidently. He very possibly won't throw this weekend. We just kind of bullpen him and try to, try to stretch him out. Um, we threw him in the umpire scrimmage for an inning, and, I mean, look, a pitcher, a pitcher like that, when he's playing a team that he's, he's overmatching, the idea is just go out there and dominate. And I, think, I don't think any batter he faced that night touched the ball. So <laughs> it's, uh, when you've got an arm like that, you, you want to pick and choose your spots. But last year, I, I put him through the ringer. I didn't really give him an easy, an easy out. So that was kind of a way to see what, how he can handle in, inferior competition, so to speak. For sure. Um, your district is tough, but your district is also now only one round, which puts a big onus on those non-district games. You've got to get a bunch of points before the district starts. Give us a rundown of your schedule and some of the teams that you are going to face. Looking like uh, playing a whole lot of everybody. I see East Ascension, St. Thomas Aquinas, I, uh, Albany, Lauraville, Catholic of New Iberia, Opelousas Catholic, Newman. So you guys are testing the whole state in, in your non-district schedule. 
Well, in 34 games, we're playing 33 different opponents. And part of our district being one round, you know, that was the challenge, so to speak. Like, we, we were deciding whether to keep it at two or go back to, or go down to one. We were looking at, okay, could the rest of us fill out, fill out the games that we needed to? And we did not have much trouble. In fact, I was turning people away when we were filling the schedule out. So I'm very confident, like I said before, with the schedule that there's a lot of coin flips on there and there's not a team we're going to stand across the field from that I don't think we'll be able to beat. That's awesome, man. And, and, oh, man, you do have some variety looking at that. Yeah, that, that, that's really neat. How important is that? Look, basketball coaches say all the time, like, I want to play a team from New Orleans. I want to play a team from Lafayette. I want to play a team from Baton Rouge just to get all the different flavor. Is that something that is in place in baseball, too? To some extent. I mean, look, when you're in, when you're in the uh, toughest class in the state, which I would argue 5A or Division One, non-select, however you want to word it now, when we made this Division One select, non-select, I wasn't even really a thing. It was just 5A. So you know who the teams you're going to have to beat. So you also want to try to avoid drawing them in the first round if you, yeah. if you get the chance to. So boosting those PowerPoints. So, I mean, there's a variety of teams on there. There's teams from Lafayette. There's teams from New Orleans, the North Shore, Baton Rouge. At one point, then I was in talks with a team from North Louisiana to play a neutral side game in Alexandria. I mean, that, that's how radical I went <laughs> to try to close the gap on some of these PowerPoints. But... To me, like, it's fun when you play somebody you're not used to playing. Like, last year, we went to three brand-new tournaments. We went to uh, Pearl River, Eunice, and we helped host one. And we played a lot of teams that the guys just had never heard of before, and they enjoyed that. And we're going to Lutcher this year. I've been to that tournament before, but it's the first time as a team we're going. And I think we got a pretty fantastic draw when you look at it between Chalmette, Riverside, and Riverdale. Those are three very winnable games when you look at it. We're February 7th. You guys are starting February 20th, so roughly two weeks. In those next two weeks, what are you hoping to see to let you know, hey, when we take on home of Christian, we're ready to go? I think it's just a matter of knowing what pitchers we can count on. I mean, to win in our class, you you got you to gotta have more than one guy. you got to have more than two. And yeah. to beat the best, you got to have more than three. You know, when we went to the semifinals in 2021 at Walker, we had seven dudes that were 85-plus. <laughs> So pretty much anybody we trotted out on the mound, we could we had confidence in that could get the job done. And while we don't have the same caliber team that that team had, I mean that team was special. Um, I, I like where we're at. It's just a matter of seeing some consistency against an opponent. I've seen some good things in inter squad, but I got to see it when we're playing somebody other than ourselves. And yeah, no doubt. Thanks so much for the time, buddy. We'll chat and play by play again soon. All right, man. All right, thank you for having me. Yep, that is Coach Cameron Pierce at Terrebonne High School doing a good job. He does have a very interesting schedule and a really talented roster. We're looking forward to seeing them get rolling. Let's see who else we get next here at the radio table. Carabone High School. All right, let's see who we got here. Coach, I don't know that I've ever had the pleasure to meet you. What's your name? My name is Corey Pellegrin. Okay, and what, what school are you representing? South Terrible, South Terrible High School. Okay, wonderful. South Terrible and softball coach, mm-hmm. Coach Corey Pellegrin. Um, tell us about your team. It's preseason. You're about to get rolling. Uh, tell us about the way the girls are performing so far. Uh, they're performing very well, actually. Um, we have sort of a new team, a lot of freshmen that came in, and we're very excited to see what they're going to be doing for our team this year. Um, I'm excited to see our senior Olivia Rose in action this year behind the uh, plate, and um, just an overall well-put-together team, and I'm excited what we're going to do for this season. You said the senior. You got one? 
No, we have several. Okay. Um, we have Corinne Malonzo. Okay, good deal. And uh, Kenzie Bear and Kenzie plays outfield. I'm, ex- I'm just excited to see what they're going to do Heck this yeah. year for me. Heck yeah. Uh, the big question around South Terrebonne, of course, is the storm and the devastation of the storm. I know Mike was telling me they're finishing touches going on in the baseball diamond. Softball-wise, what's it looking like? Uh, we still do not have a field yet. Um, it's in the works, you know, trying to figure out what we can do to get it back to SC. Right now we are uh, working or playing around uh, Nilo Street, which is our recreational field that we have booked up for our season. Um, it's a lot of traveling back and forth, but it's what we can, what we have right now, and it we're rolling it with it. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, tell us about your district in softball. I know that the districts are a little bit different um, than some of the other sports. Um Strong district? What are some things you're looking to get accomplished there? Um, I'm looking to get the wins. Uh, yeah. We play against Lutcher. We play against Assumption, uh, Morgan City, um, and Ellender. I'm looking to be on top. I'm coming Good. out. I want to come out strong and be on top of our district this year. So I'm excited. Good. Look. You know as well as I do, softball, you got to have that arm. you got to exactly. be good in the circle. Yes. Tell us about your pitching. Oh, we have, we have like, four pitches this year. I'm good. really excited. Um, a lot of them can move the ball, and um, we have a couple of freshmen that are really strong. We have Gracie that's back. Um, she's our junior pitcher, and overall, they're just really solid, and I can't wait to see them on the mound. Uh, season's about a week or so away from getting rolling. What are some things that you're hoping to see between now and then to let you know, hey, the Lady Gators are ready to roll? Um, I'm looking for just consistency with them, you know, and progress. Just continue to push and, you know, motivation just to get through the season. And I think it's, it's there. They're getting there. <laughs> good, good. Look, Coach Corey Pellegrin, thanks so much for the time. Good luck this year. Thanks. Yep, for sure. That is Coach Pellegrin with South Terrebonne doing a wonderful job. It's Tri-Parish Media Day here at Terrebonne General. Casey Gisler here and working play-by-play. We're going to be live until we get... The last coach through the radio table. We'll get another one here in just a second. Looks like Coach Joe's coming on. We have Coach Joe on regularly throughout the weeks. Coach Tuton, what's good, brother? How we doing? Hey, good morning, buddy. How about you? Good. I know that you're excited. This is your time of the year, the start of baseball season. Heck, I could argue that with you it never ends, but the start of Covenant Christian baseball season, how are things looking for the Lions, bro? Uh, I think uh, we're going to be okay. I mean, we replace uh Hard to, you know, we lose uh, Connor Mathern and Hayden Scott. That's 15 wins on the mound. So that speaks for itself. Those guys, you know, did volumes for us. So I think we are we have a few older guys, uh, a few younger guys, but we're fortunate our younger guys have played in the program. So, uh, you know, I think it's early. Uh, soccer's still going on. We're in the soccer playoffs today. Seven of the nine starters are soccer players. Wow. We're, uh, we're excited. uh for the soccer program, and but we're really excited to get our guys back once soccer's over. You told me last year, you said, man, we, um, we're we throwing some young guys at times, some eighth graders at varsity, and you said, hey, man, they may take some lumps here or there, but it's going to get them ready. Now, an extra off season, I'm sure a lot of those kids are far more ready. Well, listen, uh, Carson Hebert, uh, you know, probably our number one going into this year, was a, a freshman last year who took some bumps and bruises, but, uh, I mean, physically – Mentally, he's in in a whole different uh, mindset. So, you know, he's just one of the few guys having to plan as a seventh grader last year who's an eighth grader now that we're planning on big things. Owen throws Claire's back after missing a whole year off of a knee injury. It's going to be huge to get him back, and uh, I think we're going to be okay. 
How's your boy looking, man? Is he healthy? I know that he had uh, some, some little nagging injuries. He's good to go. I think JT's good to go. I mean, he's down about 50 pounds, moving around wow. better. Uh, wow, that's incredible. I, I mean, pretty excited. Uh, you know, I, I'm very motivated, self-motivated. I think uh, my three seniors, uh, you know, that we're really relying on, which is uh, JT, Zach Dupre, uh, and John Richard, also with Mason Dudak, and Braden Pitch. I think them guys are motivated. They know this is their last time around the block. So, Last time we had you on play-by-play, you said, hey, man, like I think we're going to be able to score some runs. How's that offense looking, man? I think we're going to be good offensively. I think we're going to be able to manufacture some runs. I think we're going to be able to put the ball in play. I think we got some mature hitters. Uh, you know, like I said, I told you before, I'm a little suspect on it's going to be hard to come out and beat somebody 2-1, to one, you know, 3-1. to one. We've, uh, you know, in the scrimmages on Saturday, uh, we faced some really good pitching at Assumption, and uh, and we scored one run, and they scored five, and then we came back and played Thibodeau High, and we were able to scratch one, and they didn't score. So we had some really good. Uh, I thought we had some really good. We faced some really good pitching, and it was very good competition over the weekend. The season starts that Mardi Gras week. What are some things you're hoping to see before then to let you know you guys are ready? Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is we just got to get back to our normal practice routine. You know, we've really had probably four, four legitimate practices considering that you know the soccer coach works well with us he's a first base coach for the baseball team so you know we're kind of sharing athletes uh we're taking a little bp but i think we need to just get back to the basics of look catching ground balls uh throwing strikes and you know doing the little things and i think you know i'm, I'm really looking forward to that hopefully soccer guys have a couple of more weeks before it's over but uh you know, once that goes, then we get back in our routine. Things to just start taking care of themselves. That was the next question I was asked. Like, I'm sure you want soccer to go all the way and win the championship. But on the flip side to that, I'm sure you're also looking forward to, all right, we got them. And <laughs> they're with us now. Well, you know, I mean, you know, the way it is, I think, on the soccer side, we're really two weeks away from when we start the season. So we'll have our guys back if they win the whole deal. I don't think we're sweating it. And probably what I've learned in the past, you know, as being an older coach now, uh, it's really not how you start. It's how you finish. So, look. We don't need to look last year at one time. I think we were two and nine, and, and then we went on a little run, and I think uh, we're going to take some lumps early, no doubt, this year. I mean, I think we scheduled pretty tough, so uh, it, it should be fun. And look, it also creates an opportunity to build some depth while they're not there, right? Get some, get some, uh, got some work. Listen, no doubt. I've already seen in the scrimmages, we had a couple of kids that we probably wasn't counting on, and they stepped up, and, and, and they definitely you know, or competing for a starting position that probably if the soccer guys were there, they might have not had the opportunity, but some kids have really uh, tackled these opportunities. No doubt. Joe, thanks so much for the time, buddy. Best of luck to you, my friend. Appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good one. Yep. That is Coach Joe Tuton with Covenant Christian Academy Baseball. You know they're going to have a strong season. They always do. They've got a great program out there. We'll see who's going to be next up at the radio table. It's play-by-play coming to you live from Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne. Oh, my man Shane's coming on. We get Shane Trostler lined up, buddy. What's good? Oh man, just happy to get baseball season back on the way. No doubt, man. Thibodeau High School. I know you guys are excited. You guys had a junior heavy group, while a lot of the other teams in the area were senior heavy. So now you guys got that big senior group, and I'm sure you're very excited to get those guys rolling. Excited and sad at the same time because I've been around them for five years, and you know, one of them being my son Cam. So um, excited to get it going, but. It's going to go by too fast. Yeah, no doubt, man. Tell us some of the areas on the diamond that you're pleased with right now in the preseason as you guys are getting rolling. We're pitching it pretty good. Um, again, it comes with a lot of experience on the mound. You know, Defensively, we're really good, athletic, and outfield and infield. So 
uh, I guess just having those guys back defensively and on the mound helps us have a chance. You guys were so close last year, man. Lost a bunch of close ones. And, you know, had the ball in bounce your way several times. Um, how do you overcome that? How do you make sure that, you know, the baseball guys will be shining on you this year instead of shining against you? Just got to get them mentally stronger. It's nothing to do with phys- physicality or capability. It's just between the brain, man. It's just to get them believing that they can do it, toughen them up mentally and talk about uh, the mental health of games and, and adversity and things like that. Just get them to believe in themselves. You know, and, and go get it. I know you're a big believer in playing the best of the best in non-district and, and going after it. I'm sure that's going to be the strategy and the philosophy again this year. Yeah, so uh, we open up with Bruley in 13 days at their place. Their, their community is coming off of a tragedy on December 31st when they lost two students in a car accident. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even realize that. The, uh, the kid that's going to throw against us, the sophomore, it was his girlfriend that was killed. So the community is going to be out in full force. I think we're going uh, free admission that game. Uh, you know, Mike Forbes is my best friend, so we're gonna we're gonna have a good day. But uh, game two, we go to Cali High Baton Rouge, uh, state champion, eleven college signees. And I think their best player is not committed yet. Um, game five, we go to South Terrebonne with Mike and them, state champion. Game six, we go to Vanderbilt Catholic on a Friday night, state champion. So the schedule is not easy, but um, with the kids I have, just let's go compete. I mean, I haven't been scared to play anybody since. Oh nine, so not yeah. change. Look, man, um, your district switches to one round. Talk about the advantages of that, or and then the flip side to that. Talk about the changes in your schedule. You had more flexibility now to actually schedule some some different teams. Yeah, it was tough scheduling. Um, you got a three game set later in the year that you never really had. So picked up St. John Applitman, which is a good buddy of mine. John Michael Collins is a coach. We coached together with the Knights Nation Baseball. So, uh, but one one round of district. Um, we got a lot of talent in our district. You know, not just the River Parishes, but Terrebonne's really good. Central's up and coming really good. I know Josh is going to be down a little bit at Bourgeois, but they know how to win. So uh, you got to play your best that day. you got to be better than that team that day. You don't have to be better than them all year. you just got to be better than them the time you play them. So there's really no room for error when it comes to the district championship. Uh, just go play one game at a time and have fun. Shane, we're so blessed, man. Like, just look in this room. There's so many good coaches just in this room. The Bayou region is so well represented in baseball and softball, man. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in this room. Uh, but when I when I got here and started looking around, and the lady from the hospital asked me who I was, I was just hanging out where I wasn't supposed to sit. And I'm like, well, I'm one of the elder guys in this area. You know? <laughs> so, I just kind of just do what I want sometimes. But uh, a lot of young coaches, and then when you look at, at our schools coming in, there's some schools like, you know, Homer Christian and, and Covenant Christian that have two like, two of my coaches from when I played. You know, and then you got, you know, Matt played at uh, and Mike Barber at those schools. Those are the two up and coming. Back I can remember when back when I was in my thirties, you know, that was me. So I look forward to watching their careers and, and watching the careers of my former coaches go and, and, and go from there. No doubt, man. Season's gonna be, you know, about two weeks away. What are you hoping to see before then let you know the Tigers are ready? Um uh, Get healthy. Are you guys are beat up a little? We're not beat up. I'm waiting on one of my key players to come back from an off-season football there surgery. Uh, he ran for the first time yesterday, home to first. He got on the mound for the first time yesterday. He's a big, big part of my program. So uh, I was able to breathe a little bit, speak a little bit better last night after I finished the bullpen with him. So um, i like to see them continue to trust our process and trust our training with our new hitting philosophy and then progress from there. Good, man. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, we'll chat soon, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, that is Shane Trostco over Thibodeau High School doing a wonderful job. We're here at Tri-Parish Media Day. Let's see who's going to be next to the table. Here over at Terrebonne General, we've got 
coaches lined up. We're going to get Coach Crochet with Central Lafouge Baseball squared away. Big things happening at Central Lafouge Baseball. I understand they scrimmaged Bell Chase yesterday. Coach Crochet, how's it going, man? Doing all right? What's going on, brother? Doing good. Good to see you, man. Um, everybody's excited around Central Lafouche right now, man. There's a new energy. There's a new buzz. Your numbers are up. The kids are fired up. You scrimmaged Bell Chase yesterday, and it, it went pretty well. Tell us about that. Oh, we came into the game uh, ready to roll. We hadn't scrimmaged yet, and a lot of other people had already started their season, so our guys were excited and fired up to get rolling. Uh, it went good. The guys <clears throat> did exactly what uh, – what we asked of them, not result-wise, but more so about how we go about things and handle ourselves. And uh, we had a couple of unfortunate circumstances. Some guys were out yesterday, and we found out yesterday morning. So we wound up with a freshman catcher uh, that never caught in his life. Got his first opportunity, and he uh, he handled it well. So we were able to feed off of that. And the older guys were able to pick him up and keep him in the game. Uh, not Not perfectly clean, but definitely a good start to our season. You guys are in, a, in an interesting situation. It was like you guys are, in, in addition to trying to win on the diamond, you told me many times, we're trying to reinstill that Trojan pride. You got your guys going to soccer matches and basketball games and trying to build back that Central Lafouche sports community. I think that's awesome as heck, man. Talk about that philosophy. That I, that's high school. That's what I believe high school is and how it should be. Uh, if you're not out there supporting your peers, your classmates, and whatnot, what are you doing? You know, uh, the community. They wanted us to get the community involved. Well, you got to be involved with the community to get them involved with you. No doubt. No doubt about that. What are some of your strengths, man? Central was really young last year. What are some things that you got back that you're most excited about? Um, coming in, I really, I mean, I had no clue what they had or didn't have. Uh, I'm really excited about the guys' ability to be there for one another. Uh, they want what's best for the guy next to them. They want them to be at their best, to compete against them at their best, and compete for spots. They push each other. They help each other. They drive each other. Uh, they're great teammates to one another, which is huge. That's part of the system. But for the most part, I mean, we're able to go out consistently and give 100% effort, 100% focus, and control how we respond in any scenario. To win, you got to be good on the mound. You know that. Uh, what are some of the, the, the guys, or who are some of the guys you got on the mound that you're most excited about? Uh a lot of them. Yeah, hey, that's a good thing. Uh, we did a throwing program in the fall, and our guys really stepped it up and gained a lot of losses. So we have uh, a couple of seniors that can throw it, uh, Carter Porsche, Jacob Davis, uh, Jason Morvant, and then going down to the sophomore class, uh, Mason Canner, Keegan Fritwee, Bo Champagne. Uh, and we have a really tall, uh, lanky junior that's uh, like 6'5". He'll be able to dunk it in the middle a couple of times for us as well. <laughs> Good deal. Offensively, uh, you have a deep lineup. Tell us about that. Uh, luckily, we got something that we probably it's probably the hardest thing to develop, which is speed. Hey, now. We have uh, about fourteen. It's supposed to fourteen guys that run a seven flat or sub seven sixty, uh, which is really good on a baseball field. So uh, we basically can play really fast and kind of outpace people. Uh, I'm extremely excited about that because that's the hardest thing to teach. All right, I gotta ask you about this. What's going on with the field, man? I know you probably don't want to talk about that. I know oh, there's been some drama. Oh, well, there, there you go. I know that the uh, field was was tore down, and you guys are hoping to have more progress made. It hasn't happened. What's the latest? The field's just about wrapped up. Uh, GIS stepped up whenever uh, it got out there. They GIS stepped up. The school board stepped up. Started getting people moving and pointing fingers, and that was the whole goal of the post. It wasn't to rag anybody, which they might have seen it differently, but right. 
it was just to put it out there that, hey, this is what was promised to us and the parents. We had a meeting with the superintendent, and this didn't happen. And what's going on? And we got answers, and the school board, like I said, and GIS stepped up and got it rolling. We were able to play there yesterday. Oh, well, amazing. Well, look at that. I didn't even realize so much progress had been made. Uh, so that's wonderful, man. You guys are, are very much so trending in the right direction, man. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, perfect. A uh, week or so before the season, roughly about two weeks before the season, uh, what are you hoping to see to let you know that, hey, man, the Trojans are ready to go? Uh, we go to New Orleans Thursday for the umpire scrimmage, and we have Newman out there. We're going to throw some young guys at them and then come back Saturday and go to Assumption uh, and throw some of our, I guess our top guys. Assumption's been doing really well lately here, and uh, I know Coach Jamie can do handle his business. So oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll challenge our guys uh, with a couple innings against them and see how we roll into that and for the most part, result-wise, I'm more interested in who we are, how we are, and how we do things versus the actual result in game. If, if, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose the way we practice, uh, and then we'll make adjustments and get better from there. Good stuff, brother. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you. That's Coach Crochet with Tinchel Lafouche. I'm so happy to hear that there's been great progress on their field situation. I know that, that was heavily debated and heavily discussed, but glad to hear that they're back on there. Let's see, we've got Thibodeau High School softball coach, Coach Darian Ackman, joining us at the radio table now. Coach, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Tell us about Thibodeau High School softball. How are things going in the circle right now for Thibodeau? Everything's going good. We're a very young team this year. I have a very young freshman pitcher coming in. Uh, we lost a senior last year. That was our starting pitcher. So she has big roles to fill this year, but I think she's doing well. We had our first scrimmage yesterday, and she lasted the whole game, and she gave me all she got. Cool. So with a freshman in the circle, that's good. Tell us about the rest of your roster. Are you young all around? Or? I'm young all around. I have uh, two seniors. Um, one of them still in basketball, so right now I only got one. And then I have three juniors, and the rest is all Basically, freshmen. I have. Wow. We're very young this year. So, is it a situation where you're, you know, hey, anything we get out of them now, we know there's much brighter days ahead? Yes, definitely. So, um, during the scrimmage, they completely surprised me. They showed me what they got. They battled hard. And if I have to work with these young freshmen, hey, we're in a good place to grow. And I think having them for four years, we're going to be. Good in the long run. That's wonderful. So tell me about that. Is it a bunch of kids that play the travel ball? Like it's softball kids by and large, the young Well, kids? actually, it's about half to half. I got two that play travel ball in the regular, the two freshmen. And um, actually, both of them are going to be on varsity. And then I had um, actually three that started uh, the varsity scrimmage yesterday that do not play travel okay. ball. They actually play rec ball, and they hung in there and did the best they could. That's awesome. They actually surprised me, and I can't wait to see how much they grow. Tell us about your facility out there. Is everything okay? I know uh, Shane had to do some things uh, after the storm. Softball-wise, is everything pretty much okay? Oh, uh, we're basically was in the same boat as baseball. Uh, they're still working on our field. Um, that way, our back Backstop got completely demolished and our netting and everything. They're fixing that. We're about halfway done with it. Um, they still got a little bit left of work to do, like our lights. And um, uh, on the side of the backstop where our dugouts are, there's like some uh, gaps where they fix those center blocks, but it's coming along. It's a work in progress. It's a work yeah. in progress, definitely. I understand that. Um, with a young group, how important is it 
to maybe get off this strong start to let them know, like, hey, like, y'all got this. Like, y'all could do this. And I told them that. Um, after that scrimmage, we went out to the outfield and have our little talk. And I told them, I said, guys, like, we are very young. Do y'all realize that? Like, y'all went out here and we competed. We competed and gave them all we got, and we can only grow from here. And they were all, their eyes lit up. They was like, thank you, Coach. Like, that really means a lot. And I, I can't remind them enough, like, how important it is that they just keep learning and keep learning, keep motivated. Because they really do have the potential to be great. It feels like, and, you know, in the last year or so, there's been a new push to renew and restore that Thibodeau pride. New principal comes in. The first thing she tells me when we did a story on her is, like, I want the kids to love being here and, you know, Tiger pride and you know, Shane's big into that and Tony and, you know, all the yes. folks out there. Tell us about that. It feels like there's an extra surge, like, hey, like, we love this place. Yes, it really is. And the atmosphere is amazing, even at school. Hey, we're having a spring pep rally for our spring sports, and they That's definitely cool. deserve it this year. They're excited about it. Um, and we're just trying to get out in the community more so everybody recognizes, hey, this is Thibodeau High School. We want to be noticed. We want to reach out. We want to help the community. We want to get more people involved, and we want the girls and, like, the community and the baseball team more involved in the community just to show them that we care. We care. We're Thibodeau High School. We're all about our pride, um, and we just want to experience it with the town. Good stuff. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck this year, Coach. Okay, thank you so much. Let's go talking with Thibodeau softball, doing a wonderful job. The Lady Tigers are young, but they're going to be ready to roll. See who we're going to get next. Through Ellender softball. Ariana Devers, did I say that right? Devers, okay. Ariana Devers will be joining us here with Ellender Memorial Softball. Coach Devers, good morning or good afternoon now to you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, tell us about the softball program at Ellender. Tell us about your roster and, and uh, some of the players maybe that you're most excited about. Um, so we're pretty much started from the bottom. Um, the first thing that we're instilling is to be the change. So we're turning nothing into something. We have a pretty good foundation, solid foundation to work with. Um, as far as key players and things like that, I would say that they're all key players. They know. That's good. Um, so pretty much everybody's a key player. Everybody has a role. It's to be a softball player and to be the best that you can be for your team. Do you have a young group and a more experienced group? Give us a rundown of the makeup of your team. I would say that we're pretty balanced as far as that comes. Um, we have... Probably the least amount that we have are seniors. We have three seniors, probably about six juniors, five sophomores, and we have four freshmen. Good deal. Um, at Ellender last season, I don't, I don't recall. Was it a good softball season? Was it? Um, unfortunately, no. It wasn't. It wasn't the greatest. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, so that leads to the next question: Is now, how do you build on that and and try to make sure that you know you're making the steps in the right direction? Um, the way that we're building on it is to make sure that we are instilling um, healthy mindsets in them, healthy mindsets and be positive with them, make sure that they know that they can and that they will be those players on the field and just be that change and show them that, you know, it's more. It's, it's more than just basketball, Eleanor. It's, you know. There you go. Man, I got gotcha. you. So, I got gotcha. you. Um, to, to be successful in softball, coach, you know you got to have that that arm in the circle. That that that's a must. How's your pitching looking so far? Um, it's pretty decent. Um, we're you know 
it's always it's always been a struggle with pitching. It's not our strongest suit, but the ones that we do have as, as pitchers, they go out there, they do their job, and they have that team to back them up, and that's the biggest part on it. They definitely give 110% every time they go out there. I saw Ellender last year. Now, now as you mentioned, I was thinking back after I asked you the question, and you're right, the pitching wasn't the best, but offense, you know, it's not out of the ball at times. Yeah. Do you have a lot of those players back? Yes, we actually do have a lot of um, – we didn't lose too many players from last year, um, and it's actually going to be my first year with them. But what I can say is offense is definitely going to be our strong suit. Okay, good deal. Um, tell us a rundown of your schedule. Who are some of the non-district teams that you're most excited about playing? Um, non-district for me, as far as competition-wise, I would say CCA Terrebonne because um, you just have to make that stamp. You just have to show them, you know, it's more than what you think it is. Sure. So, Coach, where do you play your home games? I know baseball-wise, they're still not back on their diamond. Where do you all play your home games? Well, actually, we're having issues with that. So most of our home games, they're going to be away. But um, we do have two home games that we will be hosting. Um, at least our senior night, it's, gonna, it's very important to, for us to have it at Lafayette Woods. And me as a head coach, that's what I thought of the most because that's where a lot of the seniors – that's where they started at, as, you know, being younger and playing softball, getting into softball, and that's where they're going to finish at. So it's something that they could look back on and just be thankful for that. So. For sure. But last question before we let you go, what are some keys to the season? What are some things you're hoping to see from your team? Um, the biggest thing that I'm hoping to see from the team is to see their growth, see their progress that's being made, um, and seeing that all their hard work is going to pay off at the end of the day, and just seeing that, you know, Coach is not saying be the change for no reason. This is what we're sticking to, and that's what we're standing on, and that's what we're going to build from. Good. Coach Devers, thanks so much for the time. Good luck this year. Thank you. Doing an excellent job with the Ellender Patriots. I think we're going to get Coach – shaking your hand. <laughs> I think we're going to get Coach Delahousse here at the radio table next. And we will. Jamie Delahousse, our old buddy with the Ellender baseball team, will be joining us here. So back-to-back Ellender here. On play-by-play, we had Coach Devers in the last segment. Now Coach Jamie Delahousse in this one. What's good, brother? How we doing? Uh, doing all right. Good. How about you? Doing fine, man. Good to see you. Um, start to New Year's always exciting. Tell us about how Ellen the baseball's performing so far, man. Uh, performing well. Uh, very excited about the season coming up. Uh, looking to continue to grow the program. Uh, keep striving to do better every year, and we're very excited about this. You guys had a handful of seniors last year, uh, and, and several of them were for some starters and some key players. How have you guys plugged those gaps so far? Uh, we actually had a very good freshman class coming, nice. so we're going to be expecting some of them to step up. But we also got some good returners coming too. We got um, we got our catcher, we got our middle infield, and our center fielder that's supposed to be coming back. So very excited about the season coming, <laughs> bro. We've talked about this several times on this radio program and others that. The expectations and Elder have changed. Back in the day, it was you know not a program that was on the rise. Now you guys have made the playoffs several times in a row. Those expectations have changed. I'm sure now, even with a younger group, you're saying, "Hey, man, like we we gotta live up to that standard that we yes. set." Yes, and and that's definitely the goal. Uh, uh, this season, we're trying to get to where we somewhere around 15 wins this year. We had 12 last year. We we have an attainable goal now, and and we want need to make the playoffs again. And that that is the standard now. Like you said, the whole culture has changed. 
Eleanor needs to be known for baseball, too. Uh, so we're very excited to push that and keep growing. <laughs> have your numbers grown in recent years with the, some, some of the successes that you've had? Like, have you had more kids come into the program? Uh, we always look at that every single season. And we started out at around 17, 18 when I first started. Now we're solidly, the last couple of years, around 27. Hey, now that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, t- give us a rundown of your schedule. Last year, you guys scheduled really well. You guys gave yourself some opportunities in non-district to build up yourself. How'd you get, how'd you schedule this coming season? Uh, basically, the same kind of way. Uh, we're going to focus on trying to come out the gate early and get some wins. And even though it might not be your typical team like I've heard in the past, uh, but you gotta remember, in the past, Ellender never would compete with these teams. Unless they would lose to those teams. lose yeah. teams. Yeah. exactly. So no, we we and we got a couple of tough teams on there towards in the middle of the district, but. Our district is still a gauntlet, man. It, it's nothing we can do about it. Now we got a third team who won a state championship, <laughs> man. Hey, but but it, it brings on great competitiveness throughout the the whole district. It's, it makes every night fun. One round of district this year. Um, talk about the challenge of all those extra games that you had to schedule. Well, with, with just the one round, uh, it, it was tough in the sense of to try to be able to finagle other people's district because, yeah, we went one round, but some districts are still staying too. So yeah. it, it, towards the end, in the middle there, it, it was uh, extremely tough, but managed to get a schedule, schedule done, and we're excited to get started. Coach, you got to be able to pitch to have success. You know that. Tell us about some of your arms, bro. Uh, we're returning two key arms. We, we have Brett Marcel coming back and Michael Marcel. Uh, both brothers, uh, I'm expecting a lot out of them. They're going to be our primary two guys. But I have a couple of uh, younger guys in there that are going to look to mix in, too, and very excited to see how they perform. One of the things that you and I have talked about in the past is that, man, for four or five innings at times, you guys rock with everybody. Had stuff who's beat two years ago, uh, played them into extra innings last year. That's, that's how terrible. Like, how do you start finishing those games against those big dogs and winning a few of them? Well, we've actually been trying to do more focus on game-like situations at practice, see if we can create that pressure where they're getting tired towards the end, they got to mentally focus in. Just try to mix it up a little bit more this year to concentrate on finishing games this year. And, and I think these guys that experienced it for the last three years are ready to finish this year. Where are you going to play your home games? I know that they're uh, they're working on the diamond. Is there any chance to get any home games there, or will they all be at Terrebonne? Uh, right now, it will be all at Terrebonne currently. That's the plan A. Mm-hmm. Uh, if things progress uh, to where things get done, who knows what happens at the end of the season. But right now, uh, plan A is to play at Terrebonne this season. But it's looking very promising after this season. Wonderful. Uh- now, what challenges does that present? Because, look, yeah, you're playing at Terrebonne, and they're, they're gracious, and they're willing to host you, all that good stuff. But practice-wise, like, you guys both get out of school at 2.30, so, like, I'm sure it's kind of a juggling act. Well, actually, we actually got approval to practice on the field. It's mainly we're not capable of hosting. Okay, the, well, there you go. The field is able to be practiced on. So that has been a humongous uh, plus to where we can actually stay on the east side and practice at Yeah, that's, that's yes, wonderful. Yes, uh, No, if we, if, I, I don't want to 
to throw softball, but if we were softball trying to juggle and act, that that'd be extremely tough. I credit Coach Deaver, everything she's trying to finagle right now, and she's doing an excellent job. But no, and and time will come, and they will get taken care of. Good deal, Coach Delahousse. We thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. Good luck this year. You too. That's Coach Jamie Delahousse doing a good job with the Ellen the Patriots. The work they have done to turn that program around has been incredible. We got Coach Gitros lined up next. Coach Chandler Gitros. It's not Friday and it's not eleven forty-five. So what the heck are you doing here? I don't talk to you enough, man. Damn. <laughs> Bro, we're here at Tri-Parish Media Day. You guys are fresh off of a scrimmage win against H.L. Bourgeois. How'd the guys compete, man? Uh, look, we did well uh, overall throughout the game. Offensively, was a lot better than what we had seen previously. Uh, we just kicked the ball around a little bit in the first inning, which is uncharacteristic. Uh, so we uh, we jumping on it from today. You know, we, uh, we're going to be moving some guys around and uh, seeing where those puzzle pieces kind of fit. Talking to Josh, right when I was getting here, he and I were the first two people here, and he said, man, like, Chandler is going to be scrappy. He said, you know, you guys compete, fight every pitch and as hearing that from another coach like that's a compliment man like just complimenting how hard your guys played yesterday yeah look we uh we have dirt bags you know that that was kind of their uh whenever we had dba that was kind of what uh when coach buck had those guys at the young age we wanted to create dirt bags and uh that's how i describe these guys they play hard they're scrappy uh like uh we talk about it's not going to be overpowering we're not going to throw a 90 miles an hour we're not going to hit 20 home runs but uh, there's different ways to win baseball games, and I think that we have, uh, you know, enough boats and tank to be able to uh, do some damage this year. Just to go to show that we got people that are actually listening to us here, I'm told from a listener, "Happy birthday, dude!" Oh, thank you. Man. I know I that it was your birthday, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you never, never looked better for 25, my man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, offensively, you guys are replacing a lot of pop, but you scored nine runs yesterday. But I understand you also took advantage of some errors that they made too. How do you guys offensively progress and, and you know, become that, that unit that you want them to be? Um, for us, and we have this conversation with the kids all the time, it's not what the stat line shows. You've got to be able to score more runs than the other team, and there's different ways to do that. So it's, uh, it's going to be about committing, uh, selling out to you know the bunt game, the hit-and-run game, which we had a couple of beautifully executed hit-and-runs uh, yesterday. That was great to see. Uh, the bunt game was one thing that I think we really need to get better at. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to move runners, and, uh, you know, and when we get – Runners in scoring position, we got hitters counts, you know, three one two oh counts, we gotta make it hurt. And uh that's uh I guess the next step for us to take. We had to let a couple of three one fastballs go with runners in scoring position. That's unacceptable. They cannot yeah. happen. If if you're in a spot in a game uh where you get a three one fastball with runners in scoring position, we gotta make it hurt. You know, I think it's probably fair to say you guys won't have that Josh Pierce level of ace this year, but what I think you guys are gonna have are a bunch of solid dudes who are going to be able to eat up a bunch of innings. Talk about your pitching staff, man. I think that you guys are going to have some pretty good depth there. Yeah, and look, the more I'm seeing a Mason Buzzigar, to be honest with you, I think that we might be able to get one. He's not going to have the velocity of a Josh, but I think that that's a guy that could come in and you could feel good at rolling the ball out with him on the mound. you got a pretty doggone good chance to win that game. Uh, with him, that first inning yesterday, we kicked the ball around four errors in an inning. Oh, Yeah, it was, oh. listen, it was ugly. And that kid, <laughs> a year ago, would have had bad body language, a bad demeanor, and the performance would have reflected that. That kid just wanted the ball back, was ready to battle and do the work and understand what his role was. And in a four-hour inning, we gave up two runs, and he comes out, shut him down in the next inning, and then we pulled him. But 
uh, just show, seeing that maturity from him, I think that's a guy that could uh, could be a top level ace. And uh, with uh, you know Brock Johnson, Jacob Pearson, especially when we get Jacob Carroll back, it depends on how healthy we could get him, how quickly we could get him healthy and up to game speed. But if you have a Jacob Mason, uh, you know JP Brock four man rotation, that, that's not too shabby. Uh, yeah, here, you know, <laughs> you know, um, man, your, your schedule is going to be fun. You guys are going to play all over the place. You got some tough competition. Tell us about that schedule and what are some things you're most excited about, man? Uh, I'm excited for opening night with Cecilia. Uh, you know, we haven't opened in a tournament before, so it'll be great. To, you know, take the show on the road and uh, get out to that Lafayette area. And uh, they're out of there. You know, it's fun. It's a good time. I love playing in that tournament. Uh, you know, just really that early season, just the, the measuring stick to see where we're at. And then, of course, whenever we get, uh, you know, to district time, uh, it's a shorter district season, only seven games. But uh, we play the best of the best in this district. You got three state champions, uh, us, who was a bro. district champion, top eight seed, and then Assumption, who was a top three seed, who I think uh, in the 4A, uh, I'm going to keep saying it, man, that's a team to look out for. They could win a state championship in 4A this year. They're good. Uh, so definitely looking forward to that competition. Bro, there are so many good coaches here today. Uh, I'm looking, I mean, Chad Menard, Shane Trust. I mean, I'm I hesitate to rattle off names. I'm going to forget you, Mike Barber, yourself. Like, there's so many good coaches here. The Bayou region is so well represented. And Stan and I talk about this all the time where baseball and softball used to be, you know, just give that to a football assistant coach to add to their stipend. It's not that anymore. It's, it's, it's awesome to see how much it's grown. Yeah, and look, you look around, I'd put any area in the state uh, up against the men in this room here today um, and women. Uh, but uh, on the baseball side, we, you know, we talking around on a media day, everything's about baseball. It's not, yep. you know, you go to these, like you say, whenever I play it, and who knows what them coaches are talking about, you know. Defensive uh, coordinator yeah, stuff. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> it, it's all baseball in here. So it's, uh, it's definitely a pleasure to be around and get to compete against these guys. Good deal, bro. Thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again Friday. All right. Thank you, Case. Happy birthday again, bro. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's Chandler Guitros doing a good job with Tarpon Baseball. They got a win. Yesterday now, we'll go to HL Bourgeois, I think. Yes, we will go to HL Bourgeois, and we'll have Coach Rusty Terrio with the softball program out there. Coach Terrio, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? All right. How you doing? Doing fine. Um, tell us about your girls. Uh, what are some things you're most excited about as opening day is fastly approaching? Most thing I'm excited about, uh, we lost four seniors last year, so we, I want to see how my sophomores this year going to pick up the pace. Uh, my team is built around sophomores and two freshmen and two seniors, so I want to see how they pick up the pace. Uh, one of the big things I'm looking forward to, I have a, a freshman that stepped up. She's a left-handed pitcher. Uh, I think she's going to be a game changer for us. Uh, also picked up a freshman catcher. She's just phenomenal. Uh, she's pretty much a utility player. That's yeah. what I'm waiting on. I asked all the softball coaches that have come to the table so far the same question. You've got to be good in the circle to have a successful season. How are you all in the circle? Like I said, I I have uh, Aubrey Fuller, who as a uh, freshman last year, uh, she picked up second team all district. I'm just waiting to see how she she turns out and leads the team. Uh, I think we're going to do good. I, I, I really do think with the pitching that we got and the girls that final between them, I shouldn't have no problem. Good, good. I was talking to Josh a minute ago uh, off the air about baseball, and he said there's some tweaks and some different things happening on his uh, his field. 
softball-wise, are you guys good to go, or is there a little work being done? Oh, no. Uh, we take care of our field year-round. Uh, we were actually blessed. We had zero damage. There you uh, go. So we were blessed. Uh, can't ask for better. Uh, okay, wonderful. That's great to hear. Um, offensively, we talked about your pitching offensively. Do you feel like you got a deep lineup? Tell us about some of your strengths on the offensive side. So my leadoff is going to be a girl named Riley Lachico. She led off as a freshman yesterday, uh, last year. I'm waiting for her to pick up where she left off. Uh, the two freshmen that I got are actually going to be into my power hitting. And for a freshman to, to be put in the three and four hole is phenomenal. Uh, that's what I'm most excited about seeing. Got about a week and a half, two weeks before the start of the season. What are some goals? What are some things you're hoping to see before then to let you know, hey, we're, we're ready to go? I'm waiting for, like I said, I'm waiting for the freshmen and sophomores to break out and show their leadership, show they're ready for a championship team. Uh, I believe they have it in them. I believe they have a, uh, the ability to go a long way. Just waiting for that breakout. Good deal. In non-district, uh, did you schedule tougher? Or give us a rundown of your strategy there. So, non-district, I always play pretty much harder. I play teams like St. James High School, uh, Central Catholic, Brule. I like to have my, my schedule hard because I feel if I can't compete against these teams, what I'm competing for in the end. Hey, no, that's very well said. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Uh, that is Rusty Terrier with H.L. Bourgeois. Good talking with you, man. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. We wish the Lady Braves the best of luck this upcoming softball season. We're here at Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne General Community Sports Institute. We're going to have Coach Crotus with Homa Christian Softball joining us. Am I saying that right, Crotus? Coach Crotus? Crowdus. Okay, just want to make sure I was saying your name. Christy Crowdus with Homa Christian School Softball. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm just going to get you to pull the mic up. There you go. Um, it's, it's softball time. Uh, it's that time of the year. Uh, how are you ladies looking on the diamond so far? Our team is looking very well right now. Very excited about the season that's um, ahead of us. Do you uh, wear some of your strengths? Do you like your pitching or your hitting? Like what, what, what's ahead of the other right now? I would say defensively we're very solid. That's a good thing um, to be good at. Pitching, I have a junior pitcher and that is returning from last year, uh, and I also have a seventh grader that will probably see a lot of time on the mound for our varsity team. And then offensively, uh, we're picking up right where we were last year. Very, very strong hitter. Just to reiterate that, you said a seventh grader in the circle. That's amazing. That is correct. Wow. So, I mean, it looks like in the circle you guys are set for uh, quite some time. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yes, and, and then I have two other pitchers. Um, I have an eighth grader and a ninth grader that, you know, may see some time in varsity as well. Homer Christian School is known for having a strong softball program, and, and you've been the coach there for quite some time. Um, give us a rundown of, you know, those expectations and those challenges of trying to live up to that standard annually. Well, last year we had, we finished, you know, in the semifinals we lost. And, and so we only lost one player, and so the expectation is there for us to make it, you know, a deep run into the playoffs again. And so it's always a challenge just to, you know, um, for them not to be complacent, for them to understand that they have to, to work hard to get back there, that nothing's given, you have to earn it. 
And then the other challenge is just mixing in our young younger players with our older players and just getting them to gel as a unit. It's all coming back to me now. I saw y'all play last year. You guys got some big girls, and they were hitting a bunch of home runs at the game that I went to. Talk about you got some sluggers, don't you? I do. I'm yeah. Very, I'm very blessed with, you know, we have um, our, our main hitters, Destiny Pierce, Haley Henry, and Jaden Yeso. Um, they're very strong hitters. They have a great work ethic. Um, you know, they're juniors this year, so I expect them to pick up where they left off last year and then also have some some others that are really coming on strong and have been, they played travel ball, they've been working hard, and they're swinging the bat well. And so that, you know, I talk to Coach Kathy Luke all the time on my show, and she always says, you know, I got eighth graders and ninth graders, and then softball, you're so much young talent at Homer Christian School. It's amazing. That's one of the, I think, the great things about our school is that you can come in as a seventh grader and contribute on the varsity level. Um, sometimes it is a challenge just because the maturity level is not always there, and so it is a, a growing, you know, process. But, um, you know, they can come in and contribute right away, and we just always hope that we can keep them there, that they enjoy being there. And, you know, these seventh graders we have, they've been at our school. So, um, you know, I've been waiting for this moment to have them be a part of our program. What are some keys to the season for your team? to just continue to work hard, to take care of the, the small details. That's something that we're really stressing as coaches is for them to focus on the minor things. And if you take care of the minor things, the big things are going to take care of themselves. Very well said, Coach Crowder. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck. Thank you. It's Homer Christian School being represented here at Tri-Parish Media Day by Coach Christy Crowder. Doing an excellent job, and they've got a really, really good team. Now we got Coach Mike Barber, who will be joining us with South Terrebonne Baseball. One of a handful of state champions who are here today, Coach Barba with the Gators baseball program. What's good, brother? How we doing? I'm doing all right, man. How's it going? You're doing fine, bro. Um, that time of the year, uh, you guys are going to be back at home, which I know you're excited about. You're going to be defending the state championship, which you're excited about. Tell us about how things are going on the diamond right now, man. Well, they're uh, slowly getting put back together. All the pieces to the puzzle of the field is uh, slowly arriving and, and getting put up to construction crew there deserves a lot of credit um you know and on the field itself the kids are about as focused as i've ever seen them which is great and uh you know they they want to play well you know they they understand now what we have been talking about for years since you know the seniors since they were freshmen of you know what it takes to play on a high level and uh you know hopefully we we start that way and we bottle up whatever we have had in the playoffs and we start it and put it through the regular season talk about you know Look, everybody in the community is wanting to see how you guys do. Uh, you guys are going to be riding in a parade, and, you know, your interview at HTV today was a little longer than everybody. Like, there's so much interest. Uh, how do you make sure? And you just said they're more focused than they've ever been. How do you make sure, like, not too Hollywood here, like, let, let's go do what we do? Yeah, you know, that's that's the biggest thing um, is, is just staying focused on what's important. And, and that what's important is, is, number one, being humble. You know, understanding that this game of baseball is a, is a living, breathing organism, and it, it does what it wants, regardless of what you want it to do. <laughs> right. And uh, you got to play it the right way. You got to respect it on and off the field, and uh, just in general, just do the right thing. And and that's where we're, our focus is at. We've we've talked about that at length. We talked about that over the summer. So you know, while all these things that come with the result of last year, 
are, are fun and, and exciting, you know, especially for the kids, we have to stare ourselves in the, in the mirror and say, you know, okay, it's time to turn the page and it's time to get back to the fundamentals and making sure that we play this game the right way. I got this big old folder of everybody's lineups and everything, and I got to tell you, just looking at it on a sheet of paper, your lineup is going to look as good, if not better, than everybody else's. Offensively, if everything clicks and gels and comes together, you guys could have a really explosive unit. Absolutely. Uh, these these guys have, have earned everything. They've trusted in um, the coaching staff that we have at, at South Arizona, and they are set themselves up for success. It's just to go out there and execute it now. Uh, we talk about this again. The old plan is only as good as execution, and uh, we have a plan. We have a mindset. We have an expectation, and now it's time to go out there and, and get it done. <laughs> You're, you lose some top arms, but you've told me, we had a lot of guys underneath those guys that we threw a lot and that we trust but just didn't maybe use as much because we had those other guys last year. Maybe more of a committee pitching staff, but it's some kids that I know from speaking to you before that you trust. Yes, we do. Uh, and and these, we did an umpire scrimmage two weeks ago, and we, we went against Berwick, which is a very talented team once sure. again, last weekend. And, and those guys gave up one earned run against Berwick. Uh, we had some defensive miscues which kind of elevated the score on Berwick's end. Uh, and we've got to understand to clean that up. We know that. But pitching-wise, they controlled innings, which was important for us to see. You know, young guys against a really good, talented team. I know it's still early, but those guys are talented. And uh, they controlled innings. You know, it was very easy for them to let the inning get away from them and that score really kick us out of the game. But that was encouraging. They kept a good tempo, and uh, we feel good about them. There uh still a little work to do over in the swamp, but from what I understand, everything's trending in the right direction, and it's looking like you guys are going to play the overwhelming majority of your home games, if not all of them out there, right? Absolutely. That's the expectation. The contractors and the workers that are out there feel confident in that as well. Wonderful, man. Um, let's talk about this. Your non-district schedule, I know, is tough. It always is. Uh, and last year, I think it really helped you all, because when you got towards the back end of the season, there wasn't nothing the kids hadn't already seen before. Yeah. Uh, so talk about that, you know, that, that challenge that you guys are going to put the kids through the first month and a half of the year. Yeah, well, this is one of the hardest schedules, the toughest schedules that we have had in a while. Uh, we've got, I think there's 30 games on the schedule, and 17 of them are against 5A quality opponents. Um, you know, even in the umpire scrimmage, we went against Santamont, uh, which was played right after us last year, uh, and then Berwick. You know, they were right next to us last year. So we've already seen some pretty talented teams. And then when we get into the season, we just continue that. And, you know, it's again, it's all about playing to our standard and our expectations, not worrying about the result of what the scoreboard says. Uh, and it's hard hard to do. It's hard, very hard for those kids to do. But when they can do it, uh, you, you see some really exciting baseball. And, you know, against quality opponents that are on our schedule, we have to, we have to do that every day. You know and I know that the whole Division One thing, like we both know it's hogwash, but how do we, as coaches, let the kids know, like, none of that matters anymore. Like, it is what it is. We just got to go play. Yeah, I think it falls back on, on what I just said, is, is the scoreboard is irrelevant. Our opponent is irrelevant. Um, division One, Division Two, Division Three, it doesn't matter where we're placed. It, we have we have to handle that little white ball with red laces and uh, focus on ourselves before we can worry about anything else. And if that if that cracks at any point, 
then we're going to struggle. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to struggle. But if we can, again, hold our standard, hold our expectation, play the game at a high level mentally, these kids, we just talked about some of it earlier, these kids are talented enough physically. It's just where, where are we going to be at mentally? Are we going to let that doubt creep in? And doubt is focusing on something else besides us. No doubt. Very well said. Coach, thanks so much for the time. We'll have you on throughout the season, brother. All right, thank you. That's Coach Mike Barber doing an excellent job with South Terrebonne Baseball. We're so proud of the season that they had last year, and I know it's going to be another great year for South Terrebonne as well. Who's next? We're going to have Coach Butch with Homer Christian School who will be joining us next. <laughs> brother, i got to tell you, I'm, I love you. I, would, I was tired of talking with you about football. I'm glad that we could talk baseball now. <laughs> we did the whole fall of the, doing the football thing, but oh, I'm yeah. glad that we could talk about some baseball now. Absolutely. It's here. Tell us about your team, what you're most excited about. Man, I, I, a couple things. You know, um, we're very young. You know, and, uh, that's exciting. You know, sure. that, that uh, as a new coach coming into the program of getting at this young age and being able to instill our philosophies of what we want to do and have them at this young age and have them for a couple of years down the road really is exciting to me. I, I do know that, that we will be better uh, in, in the future than we are now. I'm not saying that we're bad now, but, I mean, we we got a lot of growing up to do. Sure. And, and you know, I'm happy where we're at now, but I what I can see on that up curve is very exciting. Are the boys in the same situation as the girls at home, Christian? What I mean by that is, I just had Coach Crowdis on a second ago, and she was telling me, like, I got a seventh grader that could pitch, and I got a ninth grader that could pitch. She's telling me that she's got sluggers that are tenth grade. Then I talked to Kathy, and she's like, oh, yeah, my starters are a freshman and an eighth grader. Like, are you all in that same situation where you got so much young talent? Well, uh, if Coach Christie would ever resign, I think I would go straight to the <laughs> the talent that she had. Uh, we we getting there. Uh, we sophomore strong. I mean, when my age pitchers are freshmen. Uh we we just started implementing our junior high seventh seventh and eighth graders practicing with us. Uh, to say we as deep as the basketball the girls basketball team and the softball team, no, but we we getting there. I know. Um, you know, I, I think as our school grows, it's going to get more competitive in, in those grades to get there. Uh, just that uh, our girls sports got a little bit more of a head start than, than the guys. Uh, but we young. Uh, I mean, I got a shortstop that's a softball that that I really love. Um, Tremendous athlete, tremendous player. You know, I wish I would have had him on the football field. But that—that that was, coach. That was the next. I promise. Yeah. I was going to ask you: Are you sharing with basketball and football much, or do you got a lot of baseball guys? Mostly baseball guys. Uh, baseball and soccer, to be honest with you. Um, basketball guys. I might have a couple that's going to come over that uh, they're really not true baseball guys. Our true baseball guys are true baseball guys. We might have some guys that play football, uh, and most of, to be honest with you, most of the guys that play baseball and football are also playing soccer. All right, so they go from football to soccer to me, but that's to, to get a guy that I, I do have one kid that went from football to baseball, but um, it's it, it really not not as much as a burden to say I got to wait for all these guys. We had a good nucleus coming out. Well, so, so the next part to that question is having them in football and then now having them in baseball. Does that help in that they already know your style and know what to expect? Like, does that help you? Absolutely. They, uh, you know, like I said. Uh, in order to be a good player, you have to learn to coach his personality. Uh, I think they saw a lot of it in football. They've seen a lot of uh, structure that, that, that I, I create uh, in lesson plans and, and game plans and stuff like that. And they see that going from one sport to another sport. And, I, and you know, not to talk about football, but that kind of helped me during the football season. Of, of, you know, like I said, I was more of a, a guy 
that mandated what was going on and stuff like that. I didn't do the X's and those parts, but the point of uh, this is what we do, this is how we do it, this is the level of expectations that we have, and we do carry that on to baseball. So, yes, to answer your question, yes, they, they, it helps out a lot. You know what's interesting is that everybody here has a difficult schedule, and what I mean by that is, you know, everyone here kind of sort of likes to play the local teams, you know, save on travel and everything. But if you're playing the local teams, you've got a hard schedule. Because oh, yeah. everybody in the – I mean, we've got state champions, we've got district <laughs> champions, we've got teams that made the quarterfinals. So tell us about your, your schedule and what are some of the things you're most excited about there. Well, for my schedule, like you said, playing local teams, I'm already in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come on, you got a state championship here, you got a state championship here, you got a quarterfinalist here, you got a quarterfinalist over there. You know, you got a district champion that didn't even get to there, you know, uh, that that had two state champions come out of that. Yeah. You know, and, and it, we do have them on our schedule. And I think that's great that, you know, I, I love that. that sense of, I don't have to go far to, to find competition or, or to find PowerPoints, I guess you could say. That's the problem I'm having now is if they want to play me, you know, uh, being that I'm a, a lower school. And uh, without getting a little bit more more competitive and stuff, they, they said, yeah, we'll we get you. So we'll be talking like next year. Them guys say, yeah, we'll schedule you. Uh, Thibodeau Highs will be on our schedule next year. Uh, pretty much everybody, like just just hanging out with Mike Barber and stuff like that. You know, just it, it just it just makes this area for base. You talked about it, you know, all the time about just the area of baseball talent we have here, and everybody's good. Everybody has enough, no doubt. Um, let's talk about this. You said you got a freshman who's kind of the eighth of your staff. Mm-hmm. Around that, you know, it takes more than one. Around that, do you like your depth on the mound? I have a lot of throwers. Uh, I, I, I want to say I have one and a half pitchers, and, and then I got about six throwers. Um, if I get those guys throwing strikes, you know, we we defense, 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 uh, then we'll get it right. You know, I'm not I'm not going out to surprise anybody. You know, our philosophy is find a bat in three pitches. I know, uh, and get the ball as quick as you can back in your glove, and let's let's face another one. Let's get back in the dugout, and, and let's see what we can do on the base pass and the. You, you don't need to come to, to Homer Christian to, to get a scouting report on my guys. You know, we're going to play fast break baseball. Uh, we, we're going to make sure we put the ball in play. If it has to be a punt, we're going to put it in play and we're going to run. We're, gonna, we're just going to make the game exciting and speed it up. Coach, thanks so much for the time, and you know we'll have you on throughout the season. You know where I'm at. Yes, sir. That's Coach Butch with Homer Christian School doing a wonderful job. Yes, sir. Go Braves. <laughs> We've got a handful of coaches still yet to join us. We're going to hammer these last few down. We're going to start with Coach Menard at Vanderbilt Catholic. He is also a friend of play-by-play and came on several times last season. We certainly appreciate his time there. Coach Chad Menard, how are you doing, man? Good afternoon. What's up, dude? We're talking baseball. Can't get any better. No doubt about it, my friend. Uh, it's that fun time of the year. It's a doubly fun time over at Vanderbilt. You guys are the reigning state champions. Uh, but it's a little bit of a new crew. You lost a pretty big senior group. Talk about you know, those new guys that are sliding into some starting spots out there, man. Yeah, well, I don't think it's a little bit. It is a new crew. Yeah. It's totally a new crew, but it's, uh, I mean, that's the pleasure of being a high school amateur coach. You know, the, you have the turnover and you uh, you set a foundation of standards of a program and then you allow the, the, the people to evolve, revolve, and, and, and continue to change up, but you're still doing the same thing. So, um, you know, we had a great group of seniors that had a couple of good years set the foundation and now we got a, a, a tremendous group of young men who are ready to take over the reins and um you know carry it forward i watched your jv team play last year it looked like a varsity team to me so i know you got I some talent that. bro i know you yeah. got some talent coming back 
Well, there's a lot of moving parts right now. You know, one of the one of the things is we have we have new people, but we also, um, you know, we're trying to figure out where uh, the best nine who who's the best nine together at one time because they they have individual talents, but it, you know, you play as a group. You have nine on the lineup card. You know, it's just not one on one. It's it's all of us together, and then figuring out strengths and, and what people can and can't do, and then making sure we as coaches put uh, kids in scenarios where they can be successful. Is there maybe a little more competition in the preseason? What I mean by that, last year we knew, okay, Sheck Snyder was going to be on the mound, Rodrigue, and the Archillas were going to be out. There. Like It was understood, like, hey, they got some returning dudes. This year with more inexperienced guys on the varsity level, is there more competition for playing time and at bat? Uh, yes, it's, it's safe to say that it is. So um, every day is a, a resume, every day is an interview to see, you know, who's going to take a position and, and go and win it. And, you know, we've been at it for a couple of weeks now, and there's several spots there's created separation, and then there's still some question marks, I guess, for lack of a better term. So I mean, that's the beauty of it. There's always uh, competition breeds positivity in, in in a sporting atmosphere. So, you know, the fact that we can show up every day and people aren't complacent, you know, they know they got to do what it takes to win a position or somebody's going to, you know, take it from them. We're going to root for one another, but at the end of the day, you know, they're fighting for that lineup card position, and um, we're fighting to be successful when we face other teams. Tell me about the juggling act of you want to embrace the tradition of, hey, we're a great program, we won the championship, but you don't want to overemphasize it with this young group and apply pressure. And Like, how do you, like, psychologically, how do you handle that? Well, I mean, we make it about them because it's, it's theirs, you know, like, we uh, we embrace history. Sure, we we respect the history of our program, history of the game, um, what people have foundationally set for us. But ultimately, we talk about the guys that are in the room. You know, we talk about this group. That there's three different layers to it. That we, as the program, as coaches, we focus on. We focus on the program. We focus on the team and the player. And when we're talking about the team, we're talking about the team. And when we talk about history, then we can go back to the success that maybe other teams might have had. But right now, you know, we're talking about 2023, this group of boys, this group of young men, that what they have to do to be successful, what they, they're showing up every day, they're putting in the work, they're competing against, you know, one another and, and wearing the Vanderbilt on their chest to go out and compete against other schools. On the mound, how's it looking, man? You you know this as well as I do. You got to be good on the mound to have a chance. What, what's it look like right now? Well, um, we got a couple that have tender arms. So uh, again, it's it's a wide open thing. I think there's some clarity in, in something. The the depth wise, you know, is is not the most comfortable thing to have that. But ultimately, we know on the mound is the combination of the guy behind the plate also catching it, absolutely, and helping them out. And then we want to throw it over the plate and then allow our defense to catch it. So I think it's it's about team defense. You know, the, it starts with a pitcher just like in, in football. You have the quarterback that starts it out, but, you know, you need the linemen and you need the running back and the receivers. So we need the pitcher to take the snap and, and execute the play, throwing the ball over the plate. But we also need that catcher to really keep strike strikes, to create a good rapport with the umpire, to, to set – positive body um, language behind the plate, and then when the ball's put in play, we've got to be able to play catch, you know, catch it and throw it where it's supposed to go. So so we got some dudes that are out there that um, are doing that, and we're figuring out, you know, that, that some aren't quite ready, but we figured out, hey, that we have some guys that have really, you know, 
this is it's my turn now. Give me the ball. Buddy, this doesn't get said often enough. You guys had a wonderful season, won the state championship. It was an amazing ride. Had tremendous players. You're a great head coach, but you have a wonderful staff. Shout them out, man. They were a big part of what you all did. They never get shouted out. Shout out your staff. Well, you're right. They're not enough. So, you know, it's our, our pitching guy, Mike Thompson. He's, he's, uh, he's an off-campus guy, but he's a Vanderbilt alum, and he comes and he, he, he loves on the guys. And he loves on the program, and he, he's a big thing. But he comes in there, and he, he gives them direction so they can execute the team defense type thing. Uh, Matt Langrass, another local guy, he uh, Central Lafouche area. You know, he, he loves his Raceland, and uh, but he comes in there and he gets the offense going, and um, you know shows up every day, prepares the guys, makes them work the outfielders. You know, they they know that their job is to. Um, keep the batter off the second base. They know their job is to get the ball as fast as possible and get it in to make sure the batter doesn't advance, you know, into scoring position and stuff. So, really good. We lost, um, we lost Pat Tennyson and Thomas Lewis, but we picked up, you know, we got Chris Cryer who come in who has a baseball experience, and then we have um, uh, uh, Thomas Boudreaux who's helping out with uh, a younger group and Coach Howe. Coach Howe does the whole program thing. He's our sub varsity guy that. Uh, you know, he'll come in and he'll uh, prepare the 8th graders, the ninth graders to enter into the varsity season. And then also in the game they experience, you come out to our program and, and it's about, you know, I'll go back to Skip Bertman and if anybody out there listening is that old where you remember the old LSU days. Oh, yeah. um, Skip's one of his famous things they talked about was when he came in, he wanted to make sure the coffee was the right temperature in the concession stand, attention to detail. So in the game they experience, you know, we make sure the grass is mowed. We make sure everything's manicured. We make sure, you know, we have a great PA announcer. The music's played at the right time and the right volume and, you know, the right stuff. And just it's not about one thing. It's about everything. So, you know, uh, we have a great staff, and that extends through our athletic director and our administration and our president. And then it goes to our parents. You know, it's really a group effort. You know, we're the core. We kind of carry it, but it extends wide and, and that that's helped us in our success coach i'll make sure that their the radio table has snacks and everything in the press box too which we much appreciate yeah that's good. <laughs> thanks so much for the time buddy best of luck this all year. right thanks that's coach menard with vanderbilt catholic doing a wonderful job there the reigning state champions uh we got just a handful more to go here on tri-parish media day we'll start with josh smith of hl bourgeois this is a Lanyap interview. We had you on yesterday on play-by-play. We're going to get a little extra with Coach Josh Smith. What's good, brother? How we doing? Doing good. Uh, it's baseball time. Your team in yesterday's show, you are saying, man, we're getting ready for that scrimmage with South Lafouche. Well, that scrimmage is coming fast. I know from talking with you as I was walking in and setting up, you weren't altogether pleased with the way your team played. Talk about that. Uh, just We didn't play catch well. and I mean that by uh, just throwing the ball and catching the ball. It's, it's basics. Uh, if you if you warm up properly, it transitions to the field. And if you don't warm up properly, then bad things are going to happen. So you think some of those issues started before it even started, before the first pitch? Didn't think you prepared well? Yeah, sometimes. Because you can get, uh, sometimes you get lackadaisical when you warm up, and it, transit, it translates to when you play the game. And, uh, you know, our, our, we spoke to our guys about it, and uh, they understand it. And, uh, We'll talk about it again today just to make sure, you know, we're all on the same page with it, that it doesn't happen again because uh, if we throw strikes and just play catch on defense, which that's what all defense is, is just playing catch and uh, we'll have success. 
a younger group, um, and you've all often said, man, like we've got to throw strikes. Yesterday, if they're putting it in play and you're not catching it, you obviously were throwing strikes. Were you pleased with that yesterday? Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, when they put it in play, we made plays, and they didn't, they didn't score much at all. Uh, but when we didn't, you know, that's when they gave that big inning. Uh, so that's going to be the biggest thing, you know. Like you said, the youth. Uh, if we can if we can develop this youth a little bit quicker, uh, I think we'll be sitting in a really nice spot when the end of the season comes around. On the offensive side, uh, Chandler was telling me during his interview, he said, man, we committed a bunch of errors in like the first inning or something, he said. Um, but other than that, he was satisfied with the way they pitched. Hitting-wise, was there something you guys could have done different or better, or what was the approach like yesterday? We had good approaches at the plate. Um, the only thing was we, we left, I think, about four or five guys in scoring position. Um, and as you know, That's a as killer. a baseball enthusiast, man, it's, it's a, definitely a killer. When you have the opportunity to get those runs in, you got to get them in. And, um, you know, I appreciate our guys every day. You know, when a guy in scoring position, we can't strike out or hit a fly ball to the infield. Fly ball to the outfield, get the guy in. Ground ball, get the guy in. So if we can just cut down on that, we'll, we'll score plenty of runs. Tell me about this, bro. Um, the error issues, is that a situation where you're going to have to reevaluate where certain dudes are? Or is it a situation of just, like, you like where they're positioned, but just got to get them to kind of refocus and bat in the hatch a little bit? I think it's more the refocus part. Um, as our staff, uh, we talked about it last night, and uh, we're pretty happy where, where our guys' position is just to get them back to refocus and just get the reps. Uh, baseball's a big-time repetition game. The more reps you get, the better you are. So uh, we'll get back at it today and uh, just get them reps in. My friend, your non-district schedule, we talked about this yesterday, is, is unforgiving. you got a lot of challenging opponents. Um, you guys are going to have to play some good ball on non-district because the opponents that you're going to be facing are going to be top tier. They will be. Um, it's going to be grow-up time for yeah. those young guys. They're going to have to grow quick because uh, Ascension Catholic, they got some dudes. They really do. Um, Blackham is no slouch. A bunch of athletes. Brule is going to be good. And, I mean, uh, it's just grow-up time, and uh, that's all we can do. I mean, we'll take our bumps. We know it with having uh, only two seniors and six juniors, seven sophomores. And we know we'll take the bumps, but at the end of the day, I think at the end of the season, we could be sitting in a really good spot to get in. Your home field, uh, obviously good to go, because you played the scrimmage there yesterday. Um, that's got to be a relief, man. I know last year at the beginning it was uh, a lot of work that went into getting it where it is right now. Yeah, uh, it's been one thing off the plate uh, that we don't have to deal with. Um, the only thing left is getting our concession stand back up and going, but uh, we'll uh, we'll take that one step at a time. But not having to worry about the field is a nice thing this year where we can just focus on the game of baseball. Beautiful. Thanks so much, brother. And we'll have you on throughout the course of the year. Appreciate it. Yep, that is Josh Smith with HL Bourgeois. I think we got a couple of softball coaches left. That would be Coach DePlantis and Coach Dardar. Either one. <laughs> Ladies first. We're going to go with Coach Dardar with E.D. White. And we thank you all so much for your patience. No problem. Uh, coach Dardar with E.D. White, softball coach. Um, it's that fun time of the year where everybody's on the field and practicing and getting ready. And what are things looking like in Thibodeau with the E.D. White softball? Uh, really looking good. Um, we've lost two seniors from last season, uh, seven starters returning, um, pitching. We have a little bit more depth this year, and I do have a pitching coach on staff this year as well, so that is that's pretty awesome. Wonderful. All of the softball coaches, I've asked them all the same question. To be good in softball, you got to have that arm in the circle that could keep them out the scoreboard. You just said a second ago, I think my pitching is better. i got a new pitching coach, and you know that's a good thing. 
Um, tell us about your arm. Um, we we probably have two that are are competing for the the top top spot right now. Um, but the three behind them are just just as good, just as good. So they they they'll be ready for backup when needed. Um, I think this year too, though, um, with the pitching help, um, doing a little mental work before the season started. I think that was our issue last year. So so taking some time to do that um, is really what's going to help us out long term this this season. Offensively, do you like your lineup? I know you said seven returning starters. That that's a luxury. Uh, tell us about those those returnees, and you know, obviously another off season, bigger, faster, stronger. Tell us about your lineup. Um, we we strong strong all the way through. Uh, we were just talking about that with the other coach. You know, it, it's kind of hard when you have you have nine, you know, about the same. So um, no matter where you put them in the lineup, it, it doesn't matter. I have uh, three seniors who are starting. I have um, four, five juniors, and then the rest are sophomores and, and uh, freshmen. So even with all the returnees, you're still fairly young. Yeah, yeah. That, young, that, that's I, a, I have some eighth graders who are stepping up uh, with us with varsity as well. Tell me about this. I, I chat with this with Kyla saying all the time, and it's something that I admire about your school. I feel like there's so much pride at E.D. White, like with football and volleyball, and, and you know Nick Sinaka, girls basketball is big about that. Coach Keith and you know Coach Plitt's going to do an excellent job. Like I feel like E.D. White people have so much pride and love for E.D. White. It makes me, who's just a down-the-by boy from Lafouche, look at like, man, that's awesome what they got going over there. Is that the same thing as for softball? Absolutely, absolutely. And and you can talk to any of my parents. They feel the same way. Um, we are blessed with, with the parent support we have and supporters outside the community as well. Um, it, it does nothing like it. I, I can't explain it. That's awesome. Uh, Tell us about your district for softball. Is it is it historically a pretty strong district? Who are some of the teams you're going to be going up against? It is. Uh, we lost Lutcher. They, they've moved. Um, so now it's, it's ourselves, uh, Berwick, Patterson, and um, Donaldsonville. Donaldsonville. There you go. <laughs> I, I was thinking through. But they, they don't have a they don't have softball. So oh, okay. All right, I got you. Um, non district. Uh, how have you scheduled? Are you more of a hey, let's schedule hard and go see what we got, or what we talk to yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, we do have a tough tough schedule this season. Um, our first game, um, home game, we are actually playing at Nichols. Uh, against Bruley. That's cool. On February 14th, uh, 6.30. And then uh, we open our play at our home field um, on the 18th uh, with a little round robin with Tibro High and Ellender. Um, we're also going to do a ribbon-cutting ceremony for our locker room that we had built this year. Awesome. That's exciting. Um, home field-wise, everything's good. Uh, did, did the storm knock you down much? What? No, we didn't have much damage from the storm at all. A lot of trees and little fencing work. Um, but other than that, we were lucky. Okay, wonderful. Well, look, Coach Dardar, thanks so much for the time, and uh, good luck this year. Thank you. That's Coach Dardar with E.D. White doing an excellent job. The last coach, last but certainly not least, will be Coach Jeremy DePlantis with Vanderbilt Catholic Softball. It has been a wonderful day uh, here at Tri-Parish Media Day. We want to thank the folks at Terrebonne General Health System at the Community Sports Institute, and we want to thank certainly all these coaches. My goodness, we've got through almost 20 coaches in the last 90 minutes. And the last one up will be Coach Jeremy Duplantis with Vanderbilt Softball. Good afternoon, buddy. How are we doing? Doing great. How are you? Doing fine, bro. Uh, Vanderbilt Softball, um, how are they looking? How the, how the girls preparing? Um, what are some things that you're seeing so far in those practice fields? Um, I, so far this year, it looks, so, looks good, but we really didn't play anybody yet. So uh, we're a young team. Got a lot of talent, though, and some of those younger kids. Um, no seniors. 
Uh-huh. Junior heavy. We do have some very experienced juniors who's been around for a long time and playing since they're in eighth grade. Um, they've really been captains this year and taken over and took some of these young ones under their wing and uh, doing a really good job of being leaders for us. Dude, it feels like every softball coach that I've had at the table said, man, I'm young. I don't barely have anything. Where are all the old girls, man? <laughs> they all graduated. <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, you guys had a wonderful softball season last year. You made the playoffs, and you got a lot back. And, you know, some, some younger crew uh, again this year with no seniors. Tell us about that, man. Uh, Vanderbilt's so tradition-rich in softball, so many championships and everything. Um, tell us about trying to live up to that standard, man. Oh, last year we had uh, five seniors who went through, I think, three head coaches. A lot of them have been playing since they were in eighth grade, and we made it all the way to the semifinals. We had a tough battle with uh, the state championship, uh, Archbishop Hannon, and we lost three to two. But I think it was our first time getting there, and it opened a lot of girls' eyes that's still on this team this year. And I think that they kind of created a little bit of a legacy last year, even though we didn't win it all. Um, we were able to make it to the state tournament, and I, I think these girls this year are really living up to it and trying to at least accomplish getting back there and more. Do you like what you got in the circle? I've asked all the softball coaches, you got to have a good arm to, to make it where you're trying to go. Do you like what you got down there? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we still got Corinne Talbot who came back. Corinne's been pitching since she was an eighth grader. Um, she's going to be our starter for us, but then I, I am three deep this year as far as pitching goes. Um, I got a freshman, Lauren Baudouin, throws really hard, um, starting to get a lot of pitches down, and then I have a little eighth grader who can spin it really well. So I'm very confident with any three of those of being in the circle. For Bro, what's crazy is that if I would have done this, if we would have had Tri-Parish Media Day 15 years ago, a lot of these schools on this list would have had primarily rec ball players. But now, travel ball has become such a thing all across the area. The kids are playing year-round, man. Just talk about, like, the competition level has been raised so much because the kids are just playing so much more. Right. I mean, with the travel ball around here, it's like you know all the kids. That's I mean, right. I know the kids that play at Edie White. I know the kids that play at Homer Christian, CCA, because of travel ball. And... um it's competitive. You know, it really is competitive. Uh, the hitting has advanced so much in the last 15 years, and pitching also. So um, it really is fun to watch in this area the talent that we have. You know, with Homer Christian making the semifinals last year, we made the semifinals last year. So, I mean, it just shows you how much talent we have in this tri-parish area. Goals for the season, man? What are some things you're trying to get accomplished? Uh just to take it one game at a time, win every game at a time, and to make it back to the state tournament and see what happens. Um, we talked about your pitching a second ago. Offensively, uh, do you like your lineup so far? Uh, give us a rundown of some of the things you think offensively you may do well. Yeah, we played in the umpire scrimmage, and we played a regular scrimmage so far. And um, I know the top of my lineup is pretty solid. Uh, the bottom of my lineup is young. But so far, from what I've seen, the bottom of my lineup has really been hitting the ball very well in these scrimmages that we played. So that's been very promising. Coach, thanks so much for the time, man. Good luck this year, brother. All right. Thank you. That is Coach Jeremy DePlantis with Vanderbilt. We're going to wrap things up here. It has been Tri-Parish Media Day for baseball and softball over at Terrebonne General Health System and the Community Sports Institute. 
Casey, just go wrapping up play-by-play. Have a wonderful rest of the day. And to all the baseball and softball teams in our area, absolute best of luck in the upcoming year. We'll be back tomorrow, 1130 to 1, back in studio. Have a great day, everybody. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.